I'm Talkin', episode 39 for January 13th, 2019. This is Joel from the I'm Talkin' Microcast, where I share my thoughts on a topic that has piqued my interest this past week. This week, I'm talking maturity. As I often do, I like to start with a definition of the topic so that we are all on the same page. And this week, as I'm talking about maturity, I'm kind of thinking about the ability to do for yourself, to learn on your own, to grow in experience and have that be manifested in your everyday actions. So that is kind of the working definition I would like to use during this microcast. So how might maturity manifest itself? How would we know about someone's level of maturity? And I think when we talk about our personal growth from childhood to adulthood, and even earlier maybe, we look at manifestations of maturity as the ability to vocalize, where you actually start getting the hang of the language that you have and the language that you're learning so that you can communicate more. And and then you start to take responsibility for your actions where there are consequences for wrong actions and praise for correct actions. And then it might manifest itself in the ability just to dress ourselves maybe or to care for ourselves um, hygienically. So there are a lot of manifestations. And then as, as we grow and mature, the manifestations change and it might be ability to um, handle more in-depth conversations, the ability to manage differences of opinions without getting angry, or the ability to learn without someone looking over your shoulder and to grow without someone always prompting you to do the right thing or prompting you to take action. And I think all of those are manifestations of maturity at different levels. Beyond manifestations, I think there has to be some self-recognition of maturity and the growth toward being more mature for our own benefit and that we take on that additional responsibility to recognize areas of our life that we need to be more mature in or learn more or grow in, those kinds of things. And, and I think that self-recognition is, is an important part of increasing our maturity at any given level. I was thinking about this partially because as I was doing some substitute teaching, I recognized that the kids themselves know their level of maturity. The ones that are bad know they're bad. The ones that are good recognize that they have reached that level of maturity. And so the recognition is there, but the desire or the willingness to do something about it seems to not be there. And that's all part of recognition in our growth of maturity. The one thing I don't want to have come across is that being mature is is somebody that doesn't have any fun or there is no joy in their life. That's not it at all. It's the recognition of when those times come, how do you manage that? And how do you have the ability to 
go between times of sadness and times of joy, times of support and times of need. And that is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about maturity. In addition, I think there are types of maturity, or at least areas of maturity, that we need to be aware of. And the first one is what I call personal maturity, and that's the one that I talked about growing from a baby to a toddler to a a student in kindergarten, maybe, and as you go on, something you take personal responsibility for where you are growing to be a bigger part of your family, a contributing part to the world. And that's a personal responsibility to be more mature just in the world in which we live and the way we handle ourselves, the way we act, the way we do. And we have a maturity level that continues to grow in just our personal lives that we have to be aware of. I think another area of maturity is in the education arena, where maybe early on we are very reliant on others to teach us, to show us all these brand new concepts as our our brain just absorbs so many things in the new world that we have been born into. And so we need a lot of help in that growth, in that educational maturity. And until we get to a place where we can start taking responsibility for how we act in the classroom, for getting our homework done that has been assigned to us, for taking time to learn the subjects that are being presented to us. And as I think when you move into college, the ability to actually do the work because now your parents aren't there and asking you about your homework often. And so I think that just as a continued growth as we go through college and even beyond, our education becomes a measure of our maturity. Our willingness to learn new things, to grow in that area, is a level of educational maturity that we should be striving for. A third area of maturity that I thought of is what I call professional maturity. And this is when you start your working life, whether it's part-time jobs when you're in school or a full-time job once you've finished your education at whatever level that may be, and how you act in the workplace, how you respond to those who are responsible for your training, who are responsible to manage your performance, and how do you react to those who work with you, your co-workers, and how do you interact with them? And I think sometimes when people first enter the workplace, they're is a lack of that maturity that needs to grow over time. They don't recognize always the importance of being on time, of showing up, of doing the best you can um, for the people that you work for, even if maybe you don't like them. But your job is to do your job. And I think that professional maturity is something that is fully necessary for us to be responsible and contributing people in a professional work environment. The fourth arena of maturity that I thought about is spiritual maturity. It's no surprise by now that all of you know that I am a Christian, and so with that comes a responsibility to learn more about the God I serve and about His Word that has been provided for us. And Even if you don't call yourself a Christian, there's a spiritual maturity that needs to come out of your decision-making process to say whether you want to choose God or whether you don't want to choose God, 
but to have reason behind that and not to have it be venomous where this person is choosing God and that's just because they're a weak personality and that's no argument at all. And it's to have that spiritual maturity where you can have these conversations about what happens if there's a life after death? What happens It might guide us spiritually through the life we live now? And I have to take that very seriously as a Christian and make sure that I'm continuing to grow and reaching a level of maturity where I continue to be more like the God that I want to represent. In conclusion, there's a few points that I would like to make about maturity. And the first is, if it is important, then that means we have to have a desire to be more mature in whatever area it is that we may be lacking in the areas that we discussed previously, whether it be personal, educational, professional, or spiritual. There must be some desire to want that to grow. And that then should put us on a path to improve the maturity in the areas where we need work in our lives, and then also help us to, in that path, define actions that make us appear and then grow to be more mature in those areas of our life. Sometimes we may need to stop and ask for assistance so that we can bounce our ideas about where we may be lacking maturity and how we want to grow and what path we're taking to make that happen to see if that makes sense to others that we trust in our lives. At the end of the day, if maturity is important, in order to grow and become more mature in the important areas of our life, it's going to take a lot of work. Until next week, this is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast.